Hey ladies, welcome back to the show and happy new year. I am your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, a registered dietitian and nutritionist. I hope you enjoyed the episodes that I replayed during the end of the holiday season to kind of get you through. We did an episode on self-care and an episode on meditation, which I think is always really important getting you through the holiday season. The reason why I did that is I wanted to take some time with my family and to really reflect on the past year and to really reflect on where this show is going and what my mission is in serving you and how I can help you the best. One of the decisions that I made was to start doing only one show a week. So I think as many of you know, I work a full-time job. And so for the past year, I had been doing two podcast episodes per week. But as you can imagine, it leaves very little time to do other things that I want to do when it comes to growing this mission that I have of body positivity and making women just kind of have this space where you feel like there's a positive place and that you're able to focus on your health, wellness, and self-care. And it's not all about a push of losing weight and doing things, but it's more of an like a whole body approach to kind of get you to those goals and to empower you to achieve those goals. So I decided how I can better serve you as a community is to do one episode per week. And so the episodes will air on Thursdays. It will be Thursday mornings. They'll drop early in the morning, probably around like six-ish. So I hope that you join me then on Thursday mornings and continue to listen to the podcast episodes as I will continue to provide information that I believe will help you kind of on this journey that you're on. Now that it's the new year, I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about having some kind of reflective time as I did to kind of help you figure out where you're going for the new year. And it's January, so you're going to be getting this onslaught of messages from diet culture and just everywhere you go about new fitness regimes, new diets that perhaps you want to try, and just things like that. So I think that in what is probably better serving you is to instead going through each of those diets and why they don't work, really just kind of talking to you about having this need to reflect on what has worked for you over the past year when it comes to achieving any of your health, wellness, or self-care goals. I think so many of us, and myself included, like you're just going, going, going as because life is so busy, especially towards the end of the year, that it's really difficult to get into a quiet space that you can really figure out what it is that you want to achieve and how and what you've achieved over the last year and any successes or just anything that you went through this past year. I know for myself, a lot of times I am just so focused on getting to the next goal that I don't even think about the bad things so much or even the good things. So I'm just moving on to the next thing. And then I've probably missed having like any processing of what has gone on. And so I really want to spend this episode having some questions for you that you can have some reflective time that you're able to look back over the past year. Because maybe right now you're sitting in your car listening to this, and maybe this is the only quiet time that you'll get all day. And so I want you to really, I'm going to ask you some questions that I want you to think about. And I want you to kind of think about what you've accomplished and what you've gone through the past year and what it is that you want to achieve as you head on into the new year. 
as most of you know, like New Year's resolutions, most people by what, the middle of February or even the end of January are already, it's already done. Whatever you put into the world that you wanted to achieve probably is over. It's probably gone. And so what I think is more long lasting is really reflecting on how the year went and really answering some questions and being honest about it, about what you want to achieve in the upcoming year. So one of the things that I like to do at the end of the year, and I actually look forward to is to sit down. I have a planner that I love. It's called a soul planner. And I like to kind of go through it. And mine came in the mail, right, right, a couple of days ago, but I can't do it unless I have some quiet space. So I needed my son to kind of not be here with me when I'm doing it because then I can't really like have the focus on what I want to achieve in my life. So for you, it's the same thing, whether you're at work or whether you're just in a busy household, just trying to find a little bit of space for yourself that you can disconnect and that you can really take some time to reflect on how your past year has been. So one of the biggest questions that I've really, that is prompting for me is figuring out what was the biggest lesson that you learned over the past year? What did you go through that you found that you gained some knowledge from, right? So for, it could be anything. It could be that you learned like that you are somebody who is a people pleaser and maybe that hinders how much you put time into yourself. Maybe it's that you've learned that maybe you're not willing or you're not ready to take on this responsibility of self-care. All of these questions that we're going to prompt you through, that I'm going to prompt you through, it's not meant to be judgmental. It's just really meant to be an honest reflection of where you're at so that you can figure out what you want to achieve as the year progresses. And it's meant to be like freedom for you because that way it's like a goal that you are accomplishing or that you want to achieve that's unique to you and individual to you. Not what somebody tells you you should be doing. It's exactly what you want to do. And so knowing what that biggest lesson you learned is, it's also like trying to figure out what it is that you want to leave behind this year. So are you in this place that you're constantly thinking about your body and maybe you want to leave that behind? You don't want to do that this year. Maybe you are eating all of the time to avoid your emotions. So you're doing some emotional eating. And maybe that this year is the year that you decide that maybe you want to leave that behind. Maybe you're ready to start talking to a therapist or working with a professional to try to conquer these feelings that you have once and for all. Maybe it's something that you just want to leave COVID behind, that it's been a crazy year and you just don't, it's just been hard. You're tired of it. And so maybe that's something that you want to leave behind. Or maybe it's the fear or the self-criticism that you have. So think about what it is that you want to leave behind as you head into 2022. And then I want you to think about how the last year was and really start to figure out what brought you the most joy this year. Was it the time that you spent with your loved ones? Was it trips that you took? Was it time hanging out with your friends? What does that look like for you? Because really, you want to try to replicate that for the upcoming year. And so if you're somebody that really likes to spend time with your friends and that brings you just so much joy because you are so connected and you can just be yourself, then maybe that's what you want to work on this year, implementing more and more time of 
making an intentional time to hang out with those people that bring you the most joy. So instead of it being something like, oh, we'll just see each other when we do, maybe because that brought you so much joy, really starting to think of a way that you can implement that and that you can schedule that time throughout the year for yourself. If it's something like vacations, making sure that you then, because it brought you so much joy, really figuring out how you can implement that and to put that into your year this year as you go into a new year. So if perhaps you took a family vacation like I did, maybe you're like, okay, that's great. I loved it. I want to do that again. So it's really important to figure out where you've been and where you've come from and what you're what you're willing to leave behind and what you want to continue to do so that you can plan for your future and you can plan for the things that are going to kind of refill your cup and bring you a lot of joy. One of the things I also wanted you to reflect on were what were some of the things that you implemented over the last year that worked really well? So did you have any systems in place that worked that you would like to do again? So perhaps if you have kids, did you have like a command center that you like all your kids stuff was there and you need to start initiating that again to feel more organized? Did you have a cleaner? Did you have groceries delivered to your home? Did you... I don't know what it is for you, but did you feel like you did something that worked and that you need to really think about how to do that again this year to make your life easier? I mean, was it that this year you decided that you just didn't give a shit and maybe that's where you're at. You don't care what people think of you anymore. And so maybe that's something that you implement it throughout the year that maybe you want to continue as the year goes on. Other thing, and I think all of these things, the what you've accomplished this year, what you want to achieve, what brought you joy, what you don't want to bring into the near, all of these things come to the bigger question is, what is the thing that you want to achieve this year? So when you're thinking about in terms of your health, wellness, healthcare, anything like that, what is the one thing? And I would really just try to do one thing, right? Because it's it gets to be really tricky when you have a whole bunch of things, because I think you're probably like me, right? That you probably have a whole slew of things in your brain that you want to achieve. But if you could just narrow it down to one thing that you want to achieve this year, what would that be? And what does that look like? So is that something I feel like most of you are going to say weight loss, or maybe you're going to say, oh, I want to be more physically active. Do you want to take more time for yourself? Do you want to spend more time with your friends? What is it that you want to achieve? Do you want to not talk to yourself shitty and you want to have an improved mindset? Do you want to make more money? Do you want to, I don't know, do you want to take some trips? Like what is the one thing that you want to achieve this year? And I want you to say this out loud because again, I'm sure you're probably somewhere that you are hopefully by yourself and you can just say that. And then once you decide, let's dig deep into why you want to achieve this goal. Do you want to achieve this goal because you want to feel better about yourself? Do you want to achieve this goal because you are tired of looking in the mirror and feeling like you, you're tired of not fitting into your clothes? Are you wanting to make this big change because you're just tired of the shit talk all the time and the self-criticism and being scared to make some changes. What is it? Why do you want to dig deep? Why do you want to achieve this goal? And I want you to really dig deep here about this because it's really important to figure out why you want this goal for this year if you if it's something that you want to achieve. 
And you want to make sure that it's something that you, you're doing it for you, right? And so now that you have the one thing that you want to achieve, you have the reason why you want to achieve it. Let's figure out how you can break it down into move forward in planning to achieve it. I've talked about, I've done this before. We've talked about this ladder and when it comes to changes, taking consistent action to make things happen, especially when it comes to a health change, but any change in particular. So I've said this visual previously, but I, it's always one of my favorites is an image that I saw where it was two ladders side by side. And the one ladder maybe has about mm, six like rings on a ladder. And then next to it, there's a ladder that has about maybe 40 rings on that ladder. And so the image is that the person is trying to get the person on the left with the six rings on the ladder is trying to climb the ladder, but there's so much space in between that they can't quite get there because there's so, the goals are so far spread apart. They have to achieve so much before they get to the next, the next ring or the next step on the ladder. Then you have this ladder on the right. And when I'm saying rings, I'm thinking also steps. So then you have this ladder on the right-hand side and it has like 40 rings or steps on that. Now that's probably going to be a much more achievable goal because you can just take one step at a time and then you can slowly climb the ladder to get to the goal that's at the top of the ladder. And so when you're talking about what you want to achieve this year, the one thing, the one thing that you really want to do, let's really figure out what it is and what steps you can take in order to achieve the goal. And what I would say to you to do is to take this goal and break it down into what it would take in your head. Think about some of the steps that it would take for you to achieve this. And when you're thinking about what it would take for you to achieve it, I want you to think about how much of this is in your control and how much of it is not in your control. So when I did this for myself, I started, like I have all these things that I want to achieve, but again, I'm trying to do one thing at a time. And one of the things is with my business, right? And so it's one of these things where I think that when I'm thinking about it in my head, it feels like so much of it is out of my control. Then I really started to think about what it is I wanted to accomplish. It was, there were some things that I couldn't control, but there were some of it that I could. And so that was really inspiring for me. And I hope that it's inspiring for you too, because there may be, depending on whatever it is your goal is, there may be some of it that is within your control. And there may be something that you can do today to get to a place that you're starting to work on that journey to achieve the goal that you want by the end of the year. So now that you have, you've figured out what it is you want to achieve, you know why it is you want to accomplish this goal, you kind of have an overarching idea of what the steps are, and you've really started to figure out how much of this is in your control. Let's break this goal down into and the steps that you need to achieve it into 12 months. What would you have to do each month in order to achieve the goal? So again, for a lot of you, I'm sure that you're going to say that I want to lose weight, right? And maybe you're even going to be somebody who does this fad diet at the beginning of the year. And this is going to be the one thing. This is going to be the thing that works. Well, 
for you, perhaps maybe you're doing something like, okay, for the month of January and February, I am going to start, or for the month of January, maybe I'm going to start making a plan. Maybe I'm going to start writing down the things that I eat. And then maybe for the next month in February, you're going to be like, okay, the next step is meal prepping. So for the month of February, I am going to meal prep. And then maybe in March, okay, this is the month that I'm going to maybe start to think about exercise, okay? So you're breaking down, and again, you can do this any way that you want to. You just want to break it down into a, a, into like increments that seem achievable. And so if you have a goal that you want to achieve at the end of the year, figuring out what it is that you need to start doing now. And then once you kind of have an overview of what it looks like for the year, then you can start to really figure out what it is you can achieve or that you need to achieve each month to, to get forward and go forward with your goals. And then you can really start to break it down into what you can do each week to get there. And that's, this step is really important. So say you decide that weight loss is your goal and that you want to maybe start writing down what you're going to consume. And again, I talk about like diets don't work and I'm not really saying counting calories here. I'm just saying having an overarching idea of what you're consuming, just kind of having a plan. And this I like to do in terms of having a plan because it's more about seeing where if there's any emotional eating going on, it's just a way that you can feel like you have a little bit more power over your actions. So that's why I personally like a plan. But once you decide perhaps that's what you want to do for the month of January to accomplish your goal, then you can further break that down into each week and to each day. And so you look at your week and you say, okay, this is what I have to achieve. This is the things that I have to do this week. Will I be able to write down every day this week? Okay, what days can I write down? And then what days can I? Or if you're deciding that perhaps you want to meal prep, then it's taking a look on like a Sunday going into the week and figuring it out what your weeks look like so that you can then further break it down into what you can do each day. And so then by the end of the month, you can be like, okay, this month perhaps you do like some reflection and you say, okay, great. I did 20 days of writing down the things that I wanted to consume. Great. Because maybe the month before you did nothing. And so anything is better than nothing, right? And then just by doing that task, it's getting you closer to the goal that you want to achieve by the end of the year. So then as you move into February, you're thinking, okay, like I've already built on some of these behaviors. I've already been doing them. So now I just continue to do them into February, but maybe then I add something else in that's going to help me achieve my goal. And so really having this overarching idea of what it is you want to achieve, breaking it down into what you can do each month, then further breaking it down into what you can do each week. Then where you're really, where what's really going to help you here is figuring out what you're willing to do each day to get you to the goal that you want to do. And so how many days a week realistically are you going to be able to write down what you what you're eating? How consistent are you going to be able to be realistically to go grocery shopping? If you're somebody who wants to have self-care or meditate, how many days a week are you going to be able to realistically do those things? 
And again, there's no judgment here. I'm not saying go from zero to seven days a week, not at all. What is going to work is this whatever you can do to be consistent. Because remember that ladder, right? You want to get to each step gradually. But the, the way to get there is to be consistent. So whatever it is for you, there's no judgment in it. It's just trying to get to a place that you can be consistent. So if you can only do two days a week of physical activity, if you can only do two days a week of writing it down, it's two days more than you were doing. And as you move forward, you can build onto that. So it's just kind of gets you to a place that you have a starting point. And what is also helpful is that if you're unable to achieve that goal for that week, trying to figure out what are some of the obstacles that are getting in the way and figuring out how to manage them. Because part of this whole journey into health, wellness, and self-care, it's unique and individual to you. So what works for your friend may not work for you. It's not going to work for you because your life is completely different. You have different values. You have a different lifestyle. You're just a completely different, unique person. So it's not going to work the same. It's not a one-size-fits-all solution. And so really trying to figure out what are some of the obstacles that are keeping you from doing it and trying to figure out some solutions to help manage those. And that's really important because the goal here is to be able to achieve this goal in a year, right? So you're going to have parts of it that's going to be hard. That's part of the journey. And so it's just trying to tackle that when it comes rather than giving up. And so anticipating, okay, I know that when this happens, I need to go back and look at my goals, or I know that I maybe need to do some affirmations, or maybe I need to listen to a podcast, or maybe I need to watch something motivating on TV. It's just something to remind you, to get you to a place that you can just kind of refocus, redirect, and keep going. And then figure out how to surround yourself with people or or just creating some kind of environment or atmosphere to keep you in line with what you're doing and to help you get through those obstacles. So that could be, you know, picking somebody online on social media that you know that's really encouraging. That could be listening to podcasts. That could be, again, doing meditation affirmations, listening to audiobooks, doing some activities, joining a club, anything that you feel will help you stay on target for what you want to achieve. Because realistically, it's going to be really hard going at this alone. So trying to find like, you know, they always talk about mentors, but really it's like people who can, who've been there on the journey or are going through it and they can help you along and you can support each other. It doesn't have to be someone, you know, it could be someone like me on a podcast. It can be whatever it is you want it to be. And then in doing this, it's going to really allow you to see how committed you are to getting to the goal that you want. And then lastly, the last question that I'm going to ask you to reflect on today is really thinking about what the cost is of putting this goal off for another year, right? And so thinking about January of 2023, do you want to be in the same position as you are in now? Do you want to be in this place where you are uncomfortable, where you are always judging and criticizing yourself, where you're always constantly eating your feelings, or you feel like you're constantly putting everybody first? Do you want to be in that position again? And so what is the cost of of putting it off another year, right? What is that going to do to you? And and really like feeling that feeling of waiting another year to 
selling yourself short and not achieving what you want to do. And how does that make you feel? Does it break your heart that you're just wasting another year of your life? So I want you to start thinking about that. I know it sounds really harsh, but I think it's important to kind of reflect on that because again, so many of us are just going through the motions and not even having any self-reflection. And so what I would say to you is just, if you can take a couple minutes this month and just kind of reflect on where you've been, what you want to achieve, how you want to achieve that, and what's the cost if you don't achieve that. Because I think that's going to be one of the most important things that you can do for yourself this year. I think that's a really great way of taking care of yourself, probably even more so than starting a new fad diet. And again, I'm not, I am into anything that you can sustain over the long term. And I think asking yourself some of these questions is going to guide you in the direction of what could work for you when it comes to achieving any of your health, wellness, or self-care goals. I thank you so much for listening today and thank you so much for being supportive that I will be back here next Thursday and that I won't be doing the Tuesday episodes for now. If my life changes, perhaps I'll do that again in the future, but I'm My excitement in all of this is that I can provide other things to you that could help you more than than the podcast. And so that's my goal here. As always, I am grateful for you listening and I encourage you to be consistent. That is the most important thing is just to do one thing it is today to kind of get you to the goal that you want to achieve next year. And so that would be my action step today is what is the one thing that you can do today that will bring you closer to the goal that you've set in this podcast that you want to achieve next year? Is it that you're stating what the goal is? What is it? So I encourage you to take one step today to move you forward in the direction of achieving the goal that you've set. Have a great day and be kind to yourself, friends, and I will see you guys back here next week. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.